Welcome to this week's episode of Apple at Work. My name is Bradley Chambers. I am your host as always. This week, we're going to talk about a topic we've not talked about in a few months, and that's um, K-12 education technology. Um, so recently, Mosul announced a new platform, uh, Mosul 1K12, which is out in uh, beta, uh, public beta, extended beta with, with you know, obviously release coming soon. So I wanted to bring on Mosul C- CEO Alsir back to the show to talk about really, you know, how technology has changed in education. So uh, Alsir, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me again. It's great to be back. One of the things I was thinking as I was preparing for this show was thinking about the, um, the like the last two years for schools and, you know, I think we're in this mindset, just, you know, you and I are about the same age. So like there was like pre 9-11 and post 9-11 and in business world and school world, there's pre COVID and, and post COVID and, and business world has not gone back to normal and it probably won't be. They, they, the, the hybrid remote works here to stay. Those challenges are new and, and, and companies are solving them. Um, but schools kind of have been out of the limelight a little bit uh, and the news media with technology. Uh, it, it's not because the, they're using it less or the challenges haven't gone away, but they've largely gone back to the same challenges they had in 2019. Uh, schools are back in session. It's no longer virtual. And again, the challenges of, of maintaining and securing devices are still there. And, and really, if you look at, say, 2010 to 2020, a- Apple had this really this nice write-up in education, along with Google and the Chromebooks have certainly done well. Um, but there was this... There was this like slow build up to how do we make sure devices work? How are they secure? How do we secure uh, what the, the devices can access uh, on, on the web? And then how do we do that at school and at home? And I think what schools now are, are really settling into is there are known solutions to every problem. There's no longer problems that like are not, you don't have a good solution for. Apple's built out their uh, functionality for MDM vendors and MDM vendors have been met those needs and then layered on additional services. Um, so um, again, back on uh, October the 11th, Mosul announced 1K12. Uh, it is a, a single platform that has six different applications. So I uh, want to just talk about each one. Uh, let's let's start with uh, enhanced device management. Um, you know, from a high level, uh, it is the MDM functionality in Mosul 1K12, is that just the existing you're layering on kind of solutions here? What, what's what's uh, the part of this that are going to impact schools? Yeah, you are correct. And just trying to go back a little bit for this transition that COVID uh, created for the, the education market. Uh, yes, you are right. I believe we are now back to the same challenges we had before with one difference. Uh, COVID forced schools to increase their fleet of devices. I remember, like when when the uh, uh, like all the this remote learning thing uh, uh, was enforced because of COVID. The several districts acquiring a large number of iPads, normally to extend a one-to-one model to grades where they were using a shared model with cards and things like that. So uh, the challenge actually became much bigger because the number of devices are much higher right now because of COVID. Uh, And that also brought a great uh, 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 point for schools that they were probably not uh, really concerned about that is really this need uh, in terms of extending management control uh, and filtering and security regardless where the student is. So yes, big shift there. And going back to, to the MDM, 
Uh, yes, 1K12 brings the same uh, MDM solution that we have been offering for education customers for six years now with full support for uh, macOS, iPadOS, iOS, and tvOS, uh, and also with a huge layer of automation for us. It's all about removing the work from the IT administrator and making sure they configure whatever they want and we'll keep that running uh so yes that's the same mdm as we have been offering uh just combine it with other solutions yeah i mean this is the 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 device management functionality really is your base layer it, it's your granite in the ground that you build the, the still building on top of it if you don't have that solid foundation nothing else is going to work um Again, Apple's done a nice job here building out uh, functionality for zero touch that device management vendors like Mosul can can build around and then really streamline work for the for the IT manager. And and I, and I really agree with what you said. The amount of devices um, is, is certainly one of the biggest shifts from 2022 versus 2029, 2019 that schools are, are dealing with. But, you know, the beauty of the way that the Apple platform has grown for schools is managing a uh, thousand devices versus five thousand, because of the various automation functionality you have now, it's not that much more work. Sans, on, you know, maintaining, you know, buying those devices, but the some of the um, tools that that folks like Mosul have available has really just makes makes that turnkey. You can go from one thousand to five thousand to ten thousand as long as you can pay for them. It's largely the same, you know, day to day work. Yes. Yes. Totally. And, and you are right. I believe MDM is the core for everything. If you just see all the IT tools that schools are normally using, uh, the base comes from the MDM. So they're really starting the device deployment with MDM, managing and then using MDM to push everything else and update everything else. So having a really strong layer on the MDM, uh, it, uh, it's really, really important. It, you know, content filtering is is the next piece of this uh, Mosul One K twelve pie, and this is this is a hard challenge because um, you know the traditional way was very much perimeter based, where you students were on school Wi Fi and you would lock it down with with uh, firewall, you know, different content, different content filters on site. But then one of the things that's remained as learning doesn't just happen at school; learning happens at home as well, and these devices go home as well. These, again, if we're looking at this increase in devices, they're certainly going home if, if a school has moved to one-to-one. So the challenge you know, has always been like, how do you make sure that the devices are accessing the internet in a, in a filtered way? And I was thinking about this on the way to school this morning with my kids and thinking about an analogy was thinking about our show. And it's, it's kind of like the school has a library and the, does it include every book in the world? No. Does it include every magazine in the world? No. There are books that like, no, we're not even getting into like the banning of different books, but like just books that you don't want, say, a 12-year-old to read. Like just, they're not age appropriate. Um, we don't put those in the school library and just say, well, don't check those out. Like we don't put those in the library. And that's what content filtering um, does for a device. Like you can say, like, look, the internet's great. We don't think a 13-year-old or 14-year-old should be able to access everything on the internet just as we don't want the school library to show everything on the web. But there's really – until solutions came out that were DNS-based, um, there wasn't a great way to do this because you can, you can just punt it to the parent and say, yeah, you need to have content filtering on your Wi-Fi at home. Well, then that's 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 yeah. putting work on the parent that honestly shouldn't be there. Um it's been a couple of years since you all rolled out this DNS content filtering. How has the, the reaction been from schools who have deployed it? 
Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting point. So uh, because we, we we are the MDM provider for quite some time, and MDM is is distilled to deploy other solutions, uh, including content filtering, we have been watching uh, schools switching solutions every year. Uh, and we know because during the summer, normally they come and say, "Hey, we are replacing our content filtering solution. Can you guys help us again, just to make sure uh, nothing bad will happen when we replace?" So we always had the conversation internally, like, "Why is that?" happening, why customers can't stick with one solution, um, and then understanding the challenges and being part of those uh, replacements and those deployments, we start to learn that as everything, uh, content filtering uh, is also suffering of that need to have a general universal solution for every single platform. And by having it, you need to use methods that will work on every single platform. And of course, every time you do that, you are just giving up on special methods. And Apple devices are quite special for that. We do have really strong uh, ways to enforce and automate content filtering, but it should be done correctly. Uh, And I believe the encrypted DNS coming to iOS uh, and also having different MDM tools to enforce it. So you have DNS settings profile, you have a DNS prox that leverage a network extension. Uh, that create, I believe, the perfect scenario for us as MDM provider to glue everything together uh, and, and making sure that deploying a content filtering solution, it's just part of deploying your device. There is no extra uh, solution that should be installed, no extra logging, nothing. We are really leveraging the MDM uh, and making sure content filtering is just another uh, a tool that we are enabling on those devices in an automated way. And this uh, was really, really well received for uh, by our customers, both on education, but also in enterprise. Uh, having this really easy way where you open a device, uh, a brand new device, deploy that MDM, take control, and on the very first internet access, filtering is enforced. Not only for content that should not be uh, visited by kids, but also for security. We all know how schools are being targeted right now uh, in security uh, incidents and, 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 and having major disruptions. Like every week we have news about a different district. So uh, also leveraging uh, the the content filtering to help with that online uh, security is highly important and schools are becoming more and more sensitive and ensuring that regardless where the student is with the device, the same level of protection being forced. Uh, this is another thing that COVID uh, 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 made us learn and, and I don't believe it will change uh, in the future. So we can't use network, local network anymore. So everything should be running on the device. So I believe the combination of all those factors uh, create the perfect environment for a solution like our encrypted DNS uh, web filtering. This episode of Apple at Work is brought to you by Adigy. Adigy is the only fully cloud-based multi-tenant Apple MDM platform designed for scalability. Adigy helps you do more than just manage your Apple devices. It gives you the features, functionality, and flexibility you need to customize and manage your Apple devices to ensure your Apple infrastructure is optimized to best support your environment. Adigy helps simplify Apple IT management by creating a solution that's so flexible and customizable, any IT team can use it to easily maintain and secure the Apple devices in their managed networks. So what makes Adigy different? Zero-touch deployment allows you to get new members onboarded securely in under five minutes. Secure authentication with trusted providers helps eliminate security gaps with tested authenticated features your users can rely on. 
Real-time monitoring with automated remediation helps you manage devices in real time and resolve issues automatically before they cause downtime. Custom compliance features allow you to enjoy a peace of mind knowing your Apple infrastructure is always compliant and up-to-date. Self-service capabilities freeze your IT team from endless reset requests with 24-7 user access to resources and applications. Patch management prevents delays, helps fix bugs early, and minimize downtime by rolling out new updates and patches as soon as possible. Agi is easy to customize and scale to meet any needs and adapt to any environment with fast, free, catered migration. It's an MDM tool that works as hard as you do at the speed of now. Thanks to Adigy for sponsoring Apple at Work this week. Visit adigy.com slash 9to5Mac for a fast, free, and easy 14-day trial. That's addigy.com slash 9to5Mac for a free 14-day trial. Yeah, it's, again, I think it's just this is... If I'm looking at the six applications, um, I think this is really just the premier part of it that's going to really going to just make IT and IT manager and education's life easier overall. Um, let's talk about endpoint security. This has been very popular um, popular discussion among a lot of enterprises this year. With with uh, and Apple's done a nice job here, especially on, on the Mac, of making this a pretty easy thing to uh, or not easy, but they've made it where it doesn't impact the. Um, ability of the Mac to be great and have great in user experience. What are, you know, what's been the demand for schools needing endpoint protection on, on their fleet of devices? It has been a growing demand. I don't believe years ago schools were really aware that enforcing uh, endpoint security uh, was uh, a priority, but it, it's definitely changing a really rapid pace during the past years. Uh, initially, when we talk about endpoint security on the Apple world, it's, it's easier to think about Macs uh, so we we offer solutions on both platforms, but uh, talk about schools specifically, uh, we also have a really important layer on iPads. iPads are extremely safe. Uh, the sandbox architecture for, for iOS and iPadOS is amazing. However, uh, making sure you are configuring and enabling those security controls in the correct way, not only think about a generic user, but really think about that student, how the student is using that device, and based on that, how should be the security configurations for, for that device is highly important. Uh, so we, we have a unique solution as part of our endpoint security uh, 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 tools for for K twelve that's called Device Scout. Device Scout has a version for macOS and iPads, and what's basically doing is monitoring device uh, all day long against several different security controls that are designed and taking consideration the expected use case for each student. For the, the, the student, so uh, if if I need to give you an example, why a student would need to configure a VPN, probably to bypass some some filtering or access some content that's not possible. So we we actually give some important uh, attention to something like that. Another question is why a configuration profile that's not coming from the official MDM should be installed on the device. It should not. That can actually unleash a lot of security concerns. So uh, those are just two examples of things we are monitoring all the time and making sure that device all devices have the appropriate configuration. Uh, uh, giving this extra level of comfort to schools. Uh, when we go to macOS, a lot of schools, especially uh, with higher grades, 
uh, adopting more and more Macs, uh, then it goes beyond hardening and compliance, beyond uh, the, the device count, and also adds a really uh, a powerful AI-based EDR solution and also our solution called Admin on Demand that has been helping schools too, especially for teachers, uh, making sure they can uh, have admin privileges when they need, but they don't need to run as admin all the time. So uh, it's it's great to see how schools are embracing more of those solutions and, and we see basically all our customers right now with access to it, really enforcing to all device. Yeah, admin on demand is one of those things that makes so much sense in an enterprise and school setting. I'm surprised that Apple hasn't uh, built it in at this point uh, be- because there is there is no reason uh, to run as admin full time uh, in most situations, but admin, but there is times when you need it, and so admin on demand uh, definitely makes that possible in a secure way, where where you can really avoid um, getting into danger when you just don't need to be running as an admin. So uh, it makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. Next up is single sign on. So we've got Mozilla too, um, and, and you know I've been talking for ten years. Identity was everything, and this is you know it, it was clear that when we came to a multi device world that it was no longer about the device. It was about the person and, and the, and the, the files and the security and the access would follow the person uh, more so than the device. And so um, how are you seeing schools leverage uh, most off to in, in, in these single sign on applications? Yeah. Most of uh, initially when we were, Released it, people are trying to understand, and and now it became one of the reasons why people are coming to look for our solution. So, uh, having that really easy and and safe and convenient way to first of all making sure the end user will not need to remember different credentials, including for the Macs, is highly important. Whatever the school is using uh, as the main. Uh, 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 email provider can be used uh, for for everything on the Mac as well, keeping the password synced, but also a really high level of security. You just have a single point of control. If you just go, uh, I don't know, at Google and deactivate your user there, that's it. There is no access to the endpoint anymore. And by leveraging MDM, you can also automate a lot of actions based on that. So uh, it became a huge uh, 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 selling point and, and schools are coming and, and looking for it all the time. Uh, this is really the reason why we decided to move from uh, having Mozilla Alpha as an add-on and move that to part of 1K12. We really want every single customer to be able to experience that. And it comes in a great year when like, there is a lot of single sign-on Apple devices, uh, as, as you covered before. Uh, there is federation uh, for Google as well. So, like, it's just getting easier and easier and easier for Apple customers to extend their unique uh, uh, authentication method to, to Apple device in every single layer. And we are just trying to do our part here and help with that. You know, you said something I think is is a really highlights the benefit of bundling these together is, is building a single kind of turnkey solution for schools that really just like we need a solution. We don't want to piecemeal things together. Um, yeah. I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, now we've got classroom management. So so how does this compete or compare with, with Apple Classroom, some of, the, some of the tools that Apple builds in? What does Mosul do that would make a school really want to lean into this uh, classroom management from you all? Well, this is a great question, and actually, I have that question coming from from uh, customers. I had that more in the past, so we still have in some case. Uh, our class manager solution has no desire at all to compete with Apple Classroom Manager. I believe the idea is just to add other layers that 
at this moment uh, can't be uh, performed by Classroom. Uh, we have a class management solution for a long time. Our first version of our class manager solution came in 2014. So it's a long time ago. And I have been improving that. After that, we had Classroom app coming in 2016. So uh, we made the adjustments to make sure both would work well together. And what we are really trying to do there is extending uh, really uh, some of the MDM commands that are highly important for teachers uh, and make that really accessible, really easy, uh, so they can prepare the device in automated way during the class time. Uh, in some moments, changing uh, uh, configurations that are general for the devices. Uh, for example, uh, they can basically just limit the list of apps available on the device automatically with a single button. They just switch uh, start class and we'll just have what we call study apps. And so if the teacher is a biology teacher, whatever, and using just those three, four apps, those will be the only apps available with just a switch of a button. At the end of the class, everything could be moved back. Uh, it's also helping teachers to automate installation of apps uh, if they are not on the device. So it's extending this possibility that MDM has to install apps. So it's really adding on top of Classroom. It's less about uh, the content itself. It's way more about just extending MDM solutions and doing things that Classroom app will not do. Uh, and the recommendation is really having them working together. Like The workflow we see is a teacher going to Mozo, switching the, the start class button. Uh, all the standard configurations for that class will kick off and then there is a migration to Classroom app where then the teacher can have that uh, more interactive relationship with each device, each student, check screen, and things like that. So uh, they, they're designed to work together. Finally, application management um, is, the, is the last piece of the new solution. And I, I do think we've really seen, there, obviously on iOS, you know, App Store deployment through Apple's MDM protocols works straight. On the Mac, um, the, the Mac App Store just doesn't have everything. And you really need a solution yeah. that allows schools to take the apps that they need, package them up in a way to deploy them. Uh, Apple Business Essentials has this built in, but it's, it's, more, it's a lot more work where you've got to host the application yourself. It's not a, a situation where like you have really that just built-in functionality. Um, what kind of apps are you seeing your customers deploy uh, to, to schools that are not in the App Store? Yeah, so actually, if I get the top three most installed apps on Macs, the, the three of them are not on the App Store. So when we talk about other browsers that are not native, Google Chrome, when we see a, we talk about Zoom or, or Teams, uh, those are just a few examples of apps that are normally installed on every single device, uh, on every single Mac, and they're not currently available. Uh, so helping customers to automate that and, and kind of giving them uh, the same uh, or a very similar experience than what they can do with App Store apps for non-App Store apps is highly important. Uh, on the other side, not only installing the apps, but making sure we can streamline all the, 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 the work for giving permissions uh, to each app. So you're installing uh, a solution like Zoom and you need to give a screen share permissions and, 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 and or Chrome and you need to give Give file system permissions. Uh, this can also be automated completely. So the idea uh, with our uh, sophisticated tools for app installing and, and patching is really like 
just select the app and we'll do the rest for you. And you don't need to be concerned when there's an update. You don't need to be concerned about the necessary permissions for that to run. Your users will be able to just have the app in the same way they have with App Store. And in some moments, uh, with a little bit more, uh, really because of this this automation of uh, granting permissions for each app. You know, I, th- I think the theme I'm really hearing from a lot of the school IT managers that I chat with is we need, um, we're not getting more people, so we need our solutions yeah. to work faster and to work better. Uh, and, you know, and the problem, or not the problem, the challenge in IT is you're often never done with something where if you're in construction, you're, you're going there and you build a room, um, you paint it, you're done. Like, you, you know, you might yeah. go back and paint it a couple of years later, but like you don't have to, you're not responsible for that paint every day. Um, when you do things in K twelve with technology, like you're never done with it. You you know you deploy TVs with yep. uh, AirPlay. You're managing those until you take them out. Like you know it, it's this ongoing, it's this ongoing. Uh, you know there's the deployment and then there's the maintenance or or just the troubleshooting, yep. the responsible for the implementation and the usage. And so you really need things to to work well. And so I really, I mean, we're seeing this across the Apple device industry. And, and I even thought a couple of years ago, I said, wow, you know, everybody's really playing in Apple's. Uh, sandbox like what are they going to do and then, and then really what has happened is companies like Mosul and and Adigy and the others in the industry have done a nice job of yeah you're all playing an apple sandbox but you all bring your own toys you all bring your own sand toys and and it's it's, it's really opened up some really nice use cases uh, and really done a lot to not again it's not just about getting the devices deployed and managed but it's also streamlining the the day-to-day usage of them yeah. and again just like you know need an app you know needing an application uh on the, on the Mac, uh, you know, five years ago, if it wasn't in the App Store, like that was a challenge. You had to have another way to do that or you really had to, you know, it's a manual process. And now it's like, yeah, not a problem. Like it's all things are just like, yeah, that's not a big deal kind of situation. Uh, and, and that's really fantastic. So um, how has the reception been overall from your customers with with the uh, with the public in the beta? Are they pretty excited about what you're all, you all are doing? Yeah, yeah, everyone is 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 really happy. So actually, one K twelve, uh, it's a, it's an extended trial. We do know uh, how school year works and school budget works, and and we always try to make our customers extremely comfortable before making any decisions. So the idea to release uh, Mozilla one K twelve right now and make that available for every Mozilla customer, every Mozilla premium, uh, Mozilla manager premium customer from now to the end of June. Of next year uh, was really uh, to offer a way for everyone to try it, try the tools that 1K12 will bring and also have uh, time to prepare if they believe that's a solution they want to use on the next year uh, to have time to prepare and and, 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 and be prepared to for that upgrade at the end of June, beginning of July. So uh, 1K12 as a, a technical solution, it's, it's, it's really Production. Uh, what we are doing is really an extended trial, so everyone can can have enough time to pilot it. Uh, and just going back to your comments, yes, I believe what we need to do here is automating stuff, and we put a lot of time around automation. Like schools are increasing device, not increasing headcount on the IT team. Uh, I remember in the past. 
when we, we, we had people asking us, uh, hey, what's your daily active users number? And I was like, hey, if I have a high number, it because something is broken, because our customer is not coming to us to, to to having to go to the product every single day. Our goal is really to help them to configure what they want to happen uh, and go do something else. And it's our job to make sure that every device is configured that way uh, on the ongoing. And I believe the Apple ecosystem right now and of course, I would love to, uh, to 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 make Mozo special on that. But I believe the market is really strong. We have Apple solutions uh, offering a layer, a level of automation that you can't find in other platforms. Uh, you have this amazing movement right now where Apple solutions that started as MDM are becoming way more than MDM with high quality solutions designed for Apple. Uh, so the experience that Apple customers are having K to twelve, it's impossible to to be matched by other platforms today. Today, you, you really go, you get a new iPad and you get one provider, Mozo, uh, and that's it. You don't need any other IT solution on that device. Uh, and it's all full automated. I'm really not aware of any other platform that would offer this kind of experience and, and at price points that are very accessible for schools as well. So I believe it's a, it's a really important moment for Apple in K-12, and that's why we continue to see a strong growth there. Yeah, you mentioned the buying season, and I kind of hadn't thought about that. You know, we're seeing the new iPads release that that schools would love the new uh, 10th generation uh, iPad. And it's like, that's, yeah, but again, I think it's the nice thing about it is, is, is a, when you all are deploying this this fall, folks get to really make it a part of their next year planning, just as like, you know, Apple can release this iPad and folks can know what they're buying next year and what features are going to have, what accessories are going to need. So there is this idea of a You'd almost rather have these things released in the fall so you can really plan for it rather than waiting to see what Apple introduces in March. And, and so if a school, you know, again, if you all had really announced this in April, it, it's really going to be a quick, a tight rollout for schools because April yeah. turns into June and you have to be ready to go for school. So I think it's a, it's great. Let's let folks plan around it and know what they're you know, going to have, what capabilities are going to have next year. So, um, Alcira, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, we'll have a link to the the press release about uh, the, the new, uh, I, I, get, I call it a platform because it's really, it's like a, yeah. it's almost like the uh, it's almost like an app store for it admins in k-12 you get to pick and choose what you what works best and then you, you build the whole solution you've got a nice pie uh that, that's everything you need from the crust to the top layer to the things in between and uh again i think it's a great great solution for schools and uh we'll have a link for that so again thanks for coming on and we'll talk to you again real soon thanks for having me again and